At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download the baddest premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. won't take you but a few seconds. Then you stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. And start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Won't take you but a few minutes. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. It must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gamble problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, while I was gone, the Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, uh, Kelly. Congratulations to all here in town who are super excited about that. After six long, arduous seasons, I don't know how you fans endured it. What a brutal. You, you got yourself a Stanley Cup. I'm so happy for you. Brutal start to the franchise just to drown immediately. You know? Someone has to say it. <laughs> was able to dig themselves out of that hole. Again, when the Caps waxed them five years ago, it was 44 years before they won one. Oh man! It is. You know what though? Me and you kind of make those jokes all the time. Yeah. It is. It is amazing. I really don't think people like outside of Vegas would uh, understand how much of a hockey town this really yeah, it is. It really is. Like yeah. the people here bought in and bought in hard. Yes, they did. Like you cannot go. To, I don't care if it's a regular season. I go to the sports bar down the street for me. If I pop in there and ask to turn on an NBA game, oh boy! It, it, like you. Get out, you might as well get out of this establishment, son. You don't belong here. Yeah. I, I mean, that's really the treatment you get. <laughs> so I, I'm happy for all those people. I but, am too, but someone needed to say it. But let's just prepare for the, uh, you know, the <laughs> like every sport, every team in every sport, there's like probably a four-year drought at some point coming that you're going to have to suffer through. They don't know what that is. They don't know what it is. They don't know they what it no is. no idea what you're talking about. Uh, one more thing before we get to Bradley Beal, because the, the, the complimentary piece of this golf tournament of the U.S. Open this week was the Los Angeles Country Club. And Kelly, you were you were sort of as fascinated as I was. You you buy other things. You buy the crowd, which we'll get to here momentarily. But the the Los Angeles Country Club. I mean, I have probably driven by it a million times in my life. I never knew it was there. Yeah, never knew it was there. Um, didn't let Jews in till nineteen seventy seven. Didn't let black folks in till nineteen ninety one. You know, the standard United States private golf club garden variety of bigotry. But that's not really what I want to bring up. If that doesn't move your needle, like it does for me. Um, one of the most exclusive golf clubs. It's the economics of this that fascinate me. $250,000 initiation fees, Kelly. Yep. No celebrities or social media posts. No celebrities. So, Kelly, if you applied, you're done. They can't have you in because you're a celebrity. 
You're done. They're like no biddling. Yeah, well, they got one actor who is a member. One actor? Yeah. Who? Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh, that's right. That uh, was that Jimmy Roberts. Is that his name? Who does the uh, Rinaldi yeah, puff yeah, pieces? Yeah, yeah. It was he's so that. he's so smug with those. He goes, "You may know him by another name <laughs> or another job." It's Ronald Reagan. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. And okay, there's a couple things going on with the LA Country LA Country Club. One. It's owned, it's owned by its members and registered as a nonprofit. So they benefit when California voters passed a ballot in 1960 that lowered the value at which officials were allowed to assess nonprofit golf courses. By the way, that applies to all the golf courses there. Bel Air, Brentwood, Wilshire. By the way, shout out to, uh, to Joe Pompliano on Twitter who did a great job about this, great job on this. Jason Weingarten tipped me off on this. But, like, I lived in San Francisco for most of my adult life, Kelly. And one of the things, if you live in a city like San Francisco, this is California specific, I moved into a rent control apartment when I moved to San Francisco. Otherwise, I would not have been able to survive in San Francisco because everything is so wildly priced. But right. there's, this, there's these laws on the record that only allow landlords to minuscule, incrementally bring up the rent for your not only your apartment, but for your parking as well, each and every year. So I was allowed to exist for 10 years, barely paying anything more. And you'll hear stories in San Francisco of like an older couple, and this is really what it was for, an older couple who are like in their 70s who are still paying $400 for a, a fat apartment in the middle of San Francisco because of these laws. So... They also, getting back to the Los Angeles Country Club, in 1978, voters passed Proposition 13. That's what I'm talking about. This new law rolled back the assessed land value to its 1975 level and more or less froze the value in time. So even if the market value on the land tripled, the property's assessed value can only grow by 2% a year or the rate of inflation. So in simple terms, the Los Angeles Country Club's true value of the land is $8 billion. They should be paying, if it was normal tax rates, $22 million a year. But instead, because of these rules, they only pay a fraction of that. They only pay $220,000 because the assessed value is $22 million for basically a savings of $80 million a year. California, everybody. Mm-hmm. Look at that course, though. <laughs> so, and then there's the crowd, which you were complaining about, which is details on the tickets. 23000 for sale to the general public. Only 14000 were for hospitality, and those were very expensive. Only 9000 general admission. Yeah, I thought that was... It, it for, was weird. From, from everything this weekend, um, I like at the end of the day, I really didn't have a problem with the... Like, I know everybody was losing their minds after Thursday. Like, oh my God, we can't possibly have a U.S. Open where people shoot this low. I like I, I think I, I was expecting what happened over the weekend to play out. I mean, you still count up the guys that finished under par in this tournament and you're talking about an entire 18 players. Like I thought the course played well. It was interesting. It was different. I know some players had some issues with it. Kepka. Yeah, I'm fine. You don't have your your typical narrow fairways and different things like that. And but like if you look at the final two guys and how they got the job done, where they got to where they were, it was two completely different styles of game. You had Rory McIlroy gaining everywhere off the tee and on approach, and Wyndham Clark gaining on everything in his short game. I thought that was an awesome. That's it. I think it's a great example. Of that was a great test of golf because if guys could get to that point with different ways in their game, that was great. 
my biggest problem was, yes, there's a, a major when and everybody was going nuts. You and I were texting about this before they got to 18, but it's like, oh, now they're rushing the fans in. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah, because that's everybody that's, that's there. Yes. Like, they need to make it feel like a bigger moment because this is everybody on site. Yeah. Like Dan when, Hicks, was, well, he said, it's like all of Los Angeles is here. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> no, that's everybody that was at yeah. the tournament that day, the yeah. whole 4,000 people. Like, I'm, I love those moments in big major golf when those crowds are huge. They're loud. And when, like, it was loud this week. It felt like a regular crowd because of the leaderboard, right? Because of Ricky, because yeah. of Rory. If they were playing that way in front of, I mean, tens of thousands of more people, like a normal major, oh man, like that would have been a di- di- different atmosphere. You're going to hate me because I know we're supposed to get to Bradley Beal, which we will, which we will. But this is, I want to get you back to golf because I've said this a hundred times, if not a thousand on this show over the years, which is there is no sport from a sports betting perspective. There is no sport, I used to say, more ripe for a revolution than the sport of golf. And I don't know that we're there yet, Kelly, but we're starting to see the popularity now snowball in terms of of betting the sport of golf. And the reason that I always said that about this is because it's very simple. No sport is set up this way over a four day period of time, a pool of participants, and you can bet nonstop over the course of those four days. You can do it while it's happening. Uh, If a book is so kind enough to offer that you can certainly do it in between rounds. And yet, and yet let me make this, perhaps even bigger point on all of that is while that is still the case, there's two things happening. One books here, not really cooperating. They are elsewhere a little bit with that, but until books do it widespread, like even the offshore pillars don't offer beyond majors, right on a daily, but you can't even get a top 10 or top 20 to save your life in most places. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly in this state, you can't, by the way, whenever this state gets legalized sports betting, that's going to be a great day. I can't wait for that to happen. Well, you major, you maybe missed another major development. Oh, I see this ha- is happening with Caesars. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll get oh, into that. Yeah, yeah. I know we may have actually gotten one. Finally. I put a same game parlay in last week, Gil, just to say I could. And guess what? <laughs> I chose two players that didn't even send up starting. Oh, good day. job. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, there that's, you go. that's me and my baseball. Make sure to follow my baseball picks. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly's baseball picks. It's a 900 number. But here's the thing about the, the only a point I want to make is, and yet with, let's say everybody did provide all the stuff that we're used to. Let's say that we did live in this world where everybody's providing like, like a DraftKings where they're providing everything. And you're like, oh, sweet menu options. We're still not scratching the surface. We're still not scratching the surface. For those of us who, uh, are old enough and can remember an offshore world like World Sports Exchange. These golfers should be treated like stocks in a stock market. And over a four-day period, you should be able to bet their over-under final score at all times. This, like, if, if books could set it up, and I know there's technology hurdles, and I get all oh, that. I hear you. But if you could constantly bet any of these guys, Fowler, Shoffley, you, you name the golfer, all of them, at, you know, let's say par was 70. So par, you know, par for the four days is, is 280. Yep. But 276 and a half, 277 and a half, 274, whatever they're doing hole to hole, like we do with adjusted season win totals, but this on crack with golf. That is where this sport will one day be betting wise. But I don't know if that's five years from now. I don't know if that's 15 years from now. But one day, that's what we got to aspire to. That would be awesome. You want? You know what? I, it's an easier version that I'd like to see earlier. Any round leader. Any round leader. Any round leader. Let's 
start with that. Paul Spore, baseball. And we will get to Bradley Beal. Coming up, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's always football season here at VSIN, which is why we're giving you our 2023 NFL guide early, coming out June 29th. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and reserve your copy of the guide or take advantage of our summer kickoff special and get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets. At beating the book, Russell Smith, do you have any tennis plays? Christopher uh, Christopher Schneider, hey, Gil, hope your vacation was awesome. Any tennis picks? Yes, we do have one this morning, and it has not started yet, or it's about to. Sebastian Corder, this is all on the vcin.com slash picks page. Uh, a couple dog winners a couple days ago for those who played them as well. Uh, Sebastian Corder, minus 116 against Daniel Evans. Corda is the only pick this morning. So hopefully that uh, starts. Hopefully we can get your bets in on that. Uh, Carl Newfeld. Oh no, Carl Newfeld wants to know about. Oh, we just talk about uh, golf penalties and stuff. The better life. Uh, Tim Lawson. He says, "Nice to have you back, Gil." He also texts in. He goes. He says, "LOL, your garden variety brand of bigotry." Yes, I did say that. Uh, Gilly Ice Butcher's my nickname. Says, "Welcome back. Hope you had a great vacation." Although with all the uh, blah 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 about the PGA, and get it what we all want to hear—a full breakdown of the Women's French Open final—and our girl Ega had so many parlays tied to her. Yeah, it was awesome. Elvis Toast Patterson, the same thing. Said, "Gilly, welcome back. Would have loved to hear your thoughts." We're on Ega from nine days ago. The in-game live line on her was plus one eighty here in Pennsylvania. What a match it was. Any early uh, futures on Wimbledon? No early futures Wimbledon. We'll talk tennis. Uh, yeah, it was great. By the way, the French Open, which started out with an 0-4 day on matches, we ended up breaking even. Uh, a, a very trickle of a win in terms of the matches, but what a uh, what a flourish it was at the end. We ended up 7-8 of eight in our last plays at the French Open, and then really the wins came on all the Ega futures. So it ended up being a quite a profitable tournament in that regard. Um, Rick Ollier, hey Gil, welcome back. Say, did you make it to San Fran on your vacation? He's joking because he knows that's not what you say if you're from that area. And Jesse Welch, hey Kelly, I think we can now officially say that our streak of betting on Clark top 40 slash top 20 is dead and valueless. Yeah. He's right about that. We're going to get to that point. Yep. It was a fun ride while we had it. His numbers are going to get slashed. Yeah. The, um... 
It, it, it's hey, look. These are the type of t- tournaments that are learning. They're a learning lesson for me. It's the. Uh, did you ever see Draft Day? Did you ever see that movie? I don't believe so. Uh, with the Kevin Costner, uh, no. I, I I put a post-it note up up last night just on my desk where it was tr- trust your numbers. Uh, Wyndham Clark was top eight in every model that I ran for that tournament. I just I played a first round leader and that was it. I didn't trust him in the big spot. Let's talk some baseball, shall we? Let's talk some baseball with Paul Spore from Fangraphs and, of course, the Sleeper in the Bus podcast and so many more outlets. How you doing, Pauly? I'm well, Gil. Good to see you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. You are wearing the baseball hat of the baseball cap of the hottest team in the majors, the Cincinnati Reds. And they've won, by the way, the winners of eight in a row. And now just a half game out, a half game out of the lead in the big bad NL Central. Which was was probably worse than the AL Central, wouldn't you say, as a collective? Yeah, I mean, no, no one, no one. Well, maybe not. No one's run away with it, which has kept a team like the Reds able to strike this quickly. And why so many of us are having a hard time fully burying the Cardinals as well. But I think there's more overall talent in in the NL Central. I do. Okay, so I know you're wearing the Reds hat, but you know where I'm mm-hmm. going. I want to talk about the Giants. The Giants have won yeah, seven in a row. Giants, 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 Magic. Do the Giants have their uh, their third straight road series sweep as they swept the Dodgers in L.A. this weekend? They've won six straight road series. They are now in second place. They're ahead of the Dodgers, three and a half behind the Diamondbacks. I bet them plus ten fifty on Saturday to win the division. <clears throat> They're right around six to one now to win this division. They've won seven in a row, nine in a row on the road since April twenty second. They're 33 and 19, best in the majors. Since May 2nd, the Giants are now 28 and 15 with a plus 70 run differential. That's tied for the most wins in the majors with Tampa Bay, and it's the best run differential in the National League. Only Texas is plus 76, better in all of baseball. So the question becomes pick your bet. You must make one of them. Let's tie it all in together. The Giants are 6 to 1 to win the NL West. By the way, uh, the uh, just to make it thorough on that, the Dodgers happen to be the favorite at minus 125 and the D-backs plus 350. But for our purposes now, by the way, the Giants now down to plus 475 at DraftKings. Wow. This updated. So what's the better bet? You must make one of them. The Giants plus 475 to win the NL West. Where's that number too low now? The Reds plus, well, the Reds 6-1 to one to win the NL Central. Or... How about one more to the mix? The Orioles, 10 to 1 to win the AL East. The Ooh. Orioles, who, by the way, the Giants, three and a half out of the West, the Reds, half game out of the uh, Central in the National League, and the Orioles, five games behind the Rays in the AL East. What's the best bet of those three? I, I think you got to put the Orioles off to the side immediately. Less about them, more about just the endless fight in that division. Even the worst team there, the the Red Sox, are better than I thought coming into the year, and and a decent decent enough club that that's just too difficult. So then you're down to the Reds versus the Giants. Where the heck did this Giants team come from? And all of a sudden, they're not the crusty old Giants either. They've called a bunch of guys uh, young for for the Giants, by the way. They've got some mid and low twenty somethings on the team uh, that's usually filled with a bunch of thirty somethings. But there are still plenty of thirty somethings. They're running the platoon game. They've got, you know, Webb and a bunch of no name pit. I mean, they're not no names, but they're not like 
studs, Desclafani, Wood, Cobb, guys that have their own flaws, generally injury related, but the bullpen has been really nice. I love what guys like Lamont Wade are doing. Uh, Patrick Bailey has come up and really solidified the catcher position, particularly behind the plate. His framing just since coming up has been like top 15 in the league. So, I mean, he he's making an impact there. That's probably where I'm going to lean. I like this Reds team a lot. I think they're really, really interesting for the overall future. But for the immediate future, I have some questions still about that pitching. If somebody like Graham Ashcraft had come around the way we expected in spring and they were rocking, you know, Green Ashcraft, Lodolo atop that rotation, I'd feel a lot better. Well, Lodolo's on the shelf. Green is good, but Ashcraft is terrible and now out of the rotation. I don't know if we can trust Andrew Abbott. Ben Lively, Brandon Williamson, and Luke Weaver behind Green right now, and I can't trust that that ownership group to empower the front office to go out and make supplemental moves. Whereas we know that the Giants will absolutely do that, and I think they're going to put themselves in the best position to win. This is looking a lot like that 21 team that we were just like, how, 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 <laughs> and then they win over 100 games, 107 to be exact. Seven to be exact. Yes, you're right though. It's it's the bullpen with the Giants, right? It's mm-hmm. it's always the thing that doesn't meet the eye first. I just put in a little fan graphs thing since May second. Uh, bullpen most innings by like third. No, not by thirty, but the most innings pitched for a bullpen. Best win loss record if you're into that. Fourteen and five. But here are the big ones. Best ERA two point two two. Best fielding independent three point one three. By, uh, along with the Marlins bullpen, the best by war by far, 2.9. I could go through whip. I could go through any number of these, and that Giants bullpen is number one. And so I'm just, yeah, okay, I mean, it's Giants magic, right? The Cardinals, the Rays, yep. and the Giants are just smarter than everybody else year after year. We're not seeing it from the Cardinals yet this year. I understand that. But those three franchises get it in a way. Your point about the Reds, though, is well taken. And I and I know there's a f- section of the audience that's like, yeah, but you could have gotten the Reds at 20 to 1 a minute ago. Yeah, but let's also not make that mistake, right? Like, and just exactly. let it go if it's if it's going to get there. So you you say the Reds to that question in the end. Well, no, I I still think the Giants. You still the think the Giants. Then. Okay. Yeah, because because I'm I'm not sure that the Reds are empowered to go make that team okay. better. They have the closest situation right now, only a half game behind Milwaukee, but can the pitching get there? That's the part that I'm really, really question. Whereas I'm done questioning the Giants. When they start to look like a quality team, I'm not back on questioning them again the way I did throughout the vast majority of twenty one, if we're being honest. Your uh, your favorite DFS plays of the day, sir. Um, probably go pretty heavy on, on the pitching today, as far as, uh, stabilizing my, my lineup there. I'd like to play DraftKings with the two pitchers, Burns, Paxton, Brown, uh, Hunter Brown, Pablo Lopez, Merrill Kelly, any two of those guys. And then I'm going to jump on the reds. They're facing the, the Colorado Rockies. It's in Coors light, AKA Cincinnati. So I think there's plenty of offense to be had. I, I don't really trust Austin Gomber. There's a lot of righties slash switch hitters there. So give me a Cincy stack on the offense with two ace pitchers. You can get it done pretty easily. Great American small park in Cincinnati. Bingo. Okay, and then if you had to make one bet today, Padres Giants looking like a pretty marquee game. Padres playing much better these days. Is yeah. there a bet you would gravitate towards in that game or elsewhere? In that game, 
the walk has been pitching remarkably well. I know we just got done gassing up the giants a bunch, but they're going with a bullpen game or a random start. Who's our Walker. I gotta be honest. I don't even know Ryan who Walker. that is. Ryan Walker. Yeah. I don't know who that is. And I know pretty much everyone in the game. You doesn't do. mean he's not good. He's put up some decent numbers so far, but I would go Waka there. I would go the Padres minus the 120, the, the road fave. Okay. Shohei minus 425 to win MVP. You're just betting against an injury at this point, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it, he deserves it. You're only going against the injury or if you don't want to go chalk. Yeah, it's high. Maybe not high enough. Paul, great seeing you. Thanks so much. Good to see you too. Take care, Gil. Paul Spore, everybody. Bradley Beal and the NBA draft on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. The best. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits. Yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. The NBA draft is Thursday. We have much to say about the NBA draft. But before we do this, Kelly, so on April 30th, around 11.50 p.m., a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body camera video recorded as something streaked low across the sky. Several people across Eastern California, Nevada, and Utah reported seeing the flash, according to the American Meteor Society. About 40 minutes later, a young man called 911 saying he and his family saw something fall from the sky and that there were two moving things in the Northwest Valley backyard. Here's the quote. Quote, um, there's like an eight-foot person beside it and another one is inside us. <laughs> inside us. It's crazy. And it has big eyes and it's looking at us and it's still there, the caller told the dispatcher around 1230 a.m. on May 1st. They're like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I love the fact that he was so nervous that it was like foot, feet, foot. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes like I can't explain it and big mouth. They're shiny eyes and they're human. They're 100% not human. He's saying he just keeps contradicting himself. Now, this from Kelly Bidlin, when I sent this to him, I'm like, what is going on? He says, "Uh, Gil, apparently on video... There's a cop. Well, you just tell us. What did you there's say? Body cam footage out there, and there's like, I mean, like, there's a cop who's like legit freaked out about this. I, it's, it's the, I, I just, I don't understand how we have. Like, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna sound like the crazy person here now. Like, no, do I really think there's an alien out there in someone's backyard here in the in the Vegas Valley? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. You sure? Do I think though it's a little odd that we have that there's. A police officer freaking out about it, like on body cam footage and yes. multiple eyewitnesses agreeing with it. And then we don't hear about this stuff ever again. That's the part. Yes. I think that part's a little weird. When, when I text you, where are you at, Oprah? Isn't this like the story of a lifetime? <laughs> Aliens just landed in your backyard. <laughs> where are you at, Oprah? Where are you at? Like, what, what are the, <laughs> the feds are shutting these people down. You're not allowed to talk. And then and then conveniently, Gil, follow up to this story. Yeah. There are cameras on top of this house now, apparently. That uh, the Las Vegas Police Department are saying, oh, that's regular, normal procedure, when apparently it's not at all. Like, it is not normal procedure at all for them to put cameras up on someone's houses, a uh, house like this. The quote is fantastic. It's amazing. Eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. 
I don't know if it was that guy or another guy who was talking about it looking into his eyes. And no, this he, guy this guy says, he goes, they're inside of us. It was something about, like, paralyzing him, right? He's like, I couldn't, couldn't move or speak or think while he looked at me. They're human. They're 100% not human. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So just a couple things. One, how, and I know there's a video out there that's a hoax, but... How is it that nobody has uh, things to get their camera at these moments and snap a photo? Hey, I mean, That's the first I, thing. That, hey, good counterpoint, Gil. And then I just want to say this. I always with UFOs, right? Because even my dad, my dad used to always say, he goes, you really think there's nothing out there? He was, he's a level-headed, he was a level-headed guy. Even he, like, allowed for the possibility. So I always said in life, I go, you know what? I'm not going to believe in UFOs or aliens until someone that I know, someone that I trust tells me that they had an experience with right so guess what my ex-father-in-law okay while i was married he said he used to play for the skins the skins used to play at redskin the skins used to practice at 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 a park in virginia by dulles airport in those days in the 70s it was hella remote like it was super remote you had to drive down this access road for days now it's populated with buildings but you had to go for hours before you got there and there was nothing he says one night he was driving back home and he saw in his rearview mirror, he's by himself, this light. He said the light then, from being way behind him, swooped in like a split second to where it was right on top of him and then just as quickly swooped away. So I always said, until I meet someone I know or trust, I'm not going to believe this. And then he told me, and you know what my reaction was? I was like, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, that's like, like, I was like, there's no way. You go, if you go down the rabbit hole of the story, you're like, yeah. this is a little scary. Like, I'm a little freaked out. And then you sit back for three minutes. You're like, I don't believe any of this. Everybody's crazy. Oh, it's fascinating. Hey, Whoa, what did I? By the way, there's global odds on these. Oh, that's right. Wagering oh, on the internet which, has odds. Wagering on the internet. <laughs> which country will be invaded by aliens first? And we are the short shot along with Russia. USA. Well, I mean, there's there is only a UFO video that comes out of Russia like every other day. Like so, the like what you just described. Yeah, yeah. There's some dash cam video because they all every person in Russia has a dash cam camera because like insurance companies like don't exist over there. Basically. By the way, North Korea is absolutely the. Uh, is absolutely the bet because he'll claim that it happened anyway. <laughs> I was thinking that when I fourteen to one. Yeah. I think we have odds on who will be abducted too. We weren't. We, oh, we weren't listed. That's true. We were not on there. Yeah, we weren't listed. Donald Trump, your short shot. <laughs> that's <laughs> so random. Gigi Hadid at twenty-five to one. Why is she on there? Why is she randomly on there? That's uh, awesome. I, I got to give cr- uh, the crew credit. I think it was Isaiah uh, w- w- making this joke. I don't Isaiah or Matt, someone downstairs with the gr- with the great joke of why isn't Victor Wembanyama on here? We kept si- oh. all we've been talking about is if Victor Wembanyama Wembanyama got abducted by aliens, we would still draft him number one. I've heard that quote like three times over the past. Oh, two I weeks. thought you were going to say Victor Wembanyama is in fact an alien. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Speaking of the draft, we know Victor's going first. That we know. It's minus a bajillion, even if the aliens take him. That's right. But we have intrigue at number two. Michael Jordan, who has sold the Hornets, sitting in on a new meeting where they're evaluating both Scoot and Brandon Miller. Scoot used to be the big, big favorite to be number two. Then it got really kind of a coin flip. Now Scoot's back up to minus 150. What do you have in pocket on this? Oh, boy, a lot. I have Brandon Miller uh, at 8-1 to to go number two. Scoot Henderson 
plus 550 to go number three. I did come back late last week and do a little Scoot Henderson at plus 160 to go number two to buy off my position a bit with all this going on. Um, And then Cam Whitmore to go number five at plus 270. Uh, But yeah, today, that story today, is that not weird? And I I guess it screams to me smokescreen, but I don't know in which direction. So today... Reportedly, the Hornets are having Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson back for additional workouts that Michael Jordan is going to be present at. Mm -hmm. Michael Jordan, who just recently sold his majority stake in the team, still will have a minority stake in the team. He's still Michael Jordan. I think the part, the idea of Michael Jordan being at a workout isn't crazy. But the fact that they've asked these guys to come back for workouts, you're telling me the draft is in four days? Kind of like we always talked about with the NFL draft, right? The draft is in four days, and you don't really know who's better or who you want to take? I don't know if I believe that. (laughs) Well, and then there's the added intrigue of a trade. Yes. The Pelicans. So the Pelicans, if they're trading to two, you believe it's for Scoot. Well, everything there that all the reports out there are that the Pelicans are extremely interested in Scoot Henderson. Yes, so that's, no matter where they need to trade to go. Okay, to. so if the, if there is a well, let's just say it this way: if there's a trade by anybody to two, isn't it for Scoot? It, it looks, it sounds like it. Yes. Okay, and if it's New Orleans, and this gets into the whole Zion Williamson thing, talk about missing games. Zion Williamson has played 114 basketball games out of a total possible 328, if my math is correct, in four seasons. I'm told that's not good. Yet, when he actually plays the sport of basketball, he is elite. Are you really trading him? Thank you, Gil. Someone needed to say that? Someone needs to say that. Thank you. Like, it is, if you watch that Pelicans team at the beginning of this year, they were a top 10 offensive and defensive team. This guy is an amazing talent, and oh, wait, he's only 22 years old still? We're all acting like Zion Williamson is a complete bust. Even if you want to rag on Anthony Davis for all the time he's missed uh, with injuries, has he got a ring, Gil? Pretty sure he's got a ring, Mm -hmm. right? He's Mm -hmm. got a ring. Yeah. Zion could, if you can win one championship in Zion's career, is is that a failure or a success? I would say yeah. it's a success, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but everybody's talking about this guy like he's the walking dead and that you can't even play him now. So what are the best – we'll get to Zion, I guess. We have so much to say about him. But, but for, the, for the point at hand about the bets, would you bet Scoot to go number two right now at like minus 135? No, I wouldn't. I, 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 would st- I think, okay, this is this is me just guessing, okay, because these are the obvious the reports are going on everywhere. We know the Pelicans are interested reportedly. We reportedly the the Hornets are having both these guys in for workouts and we're blown away by both of them in their in their workouts, okay? Um, what I think is gonna happen is that what I think's happening right now is the Hornets are doing everything they can to make everybody believe that they would take Scoot Henderson so someone t- uh, serves up a trade that they cannot possibly pass on. Mm-hmm. And then they'll trade out a two and let whoever go- goes there to go get Scoot. Does Brandon Miller then absolutely go three? I don't I I don't think it's absolute, but I think yes. I think Brandon Miller goes three and Damian Lillard stays in Portland. Cam Whitmore to go exactly fifth is what price right now? Uh, about even money, but I'm hating that bet as, as the days go on because it sounds like he's going to be five or four. If you yeah, have the bankroll, roll, bet, bet him top five. All right, we have three more days to talk about this. A lot of uncertainty. We'll see if it gets cleared up in the next couple of days. Wes Reynolds joins us next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.